Estate Radio coming back at you live here on 94.9 Sands. Byron Lazine, but replaced with just high caliber talent here. I am Pat Kenny from Barnum Plans, joined by Chaz and Ryan from the one team and a secret guest that we're going to hold hold quiet for a little bit. Gentlemen, what is happening besides all of the technical foibles that we're due for every week, every week? I think Chaz is busy streaming something on YouTube right now. They're looking at each other. This is amazing. What you can't hear 94 Niners is the two of them staring at each other, not using radio at all. I'm getting the outro song ready so there's no ads like last week. You know, I got to have the boss with the ads already done on YouTube. That's the cover story we're using, Chaz? That was, that was the reason right. behind YouTube well, making we'll, deep-seated eye contact with each other instead of talking? We're still a little disheveled from having to deal with producer Bobby halfway across the country working us through our technical difficulties. So, you know, we're figuring it out like true professionals. To be fair, yeah, time zones aside, he's he's probably having a, an early morning right now, but that's good. I'm, I'm glad we're back. I'm glad we're back. This is very exciting. I know we've got a whole bunch of really interesting stuff to talk about this week, not least of which is going to feature, I think, our special guest here, uh, at least for a solid segment or two. I know he's very excited about all this. Chaz, why don't you, why don't you intro? Because I, I give all the intros, and I feel like I'm, I'm hogging the mic here. Why don't one of you boys here introduce our special guest Yes, we are excited to welcome back a longtime friend of the show and everyone's favorite mortgage broker, Mr. Brian Fay of New England Home Mortgage. How are you doing? What's today, going Mr. on, guys? Oh, I'm, hey, I'm doing great. I'm just hey, doing, doing great. Now, now full disclosure, uh, you may notice I'm at a different location than normal. I am actually at the MGM Grand in Springfield, Massachusetts. So, um, there you go all your nice loans. Saturday morning. There go all your deposits. So, They're gone. <laughs> don't worry all about those, that. All those so. appraisal fees right down the slot machine on a busy Saturday afternoon. All, all gone. So my wife and daughter are out shopping. My son is at work and my other son's at basketball. And I'm just like, I'm getting out of here. I'm going to head up to the casino and meet some friends for uh, for lunch for a couple hours. So so here I am. It's nice of you to, to make your, your contribution to the casino to keep them afloat. I know that you know times are tough with inflation and you know taxes yeah, and everything was, else going on. But. <laughs> it was either that or my wife had a laundry list of chores for me to do. I'm like, I think we're just going to meet a couple buddies up at up at MGM for for lunch and a little bit of gambling session. So, no, the go. goal is so to win enough win enough money to pay somebody to do the chores that your wife has at home for you. See. Chaz, I knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> we know that's not going to happen. So, <laughs> I think uh, I think my strategy, on, for, my strategy for a long time has been, you know, walk into the casino, set a hundred dollar bill on fire, and just walk out. It's exactly the same yeah, thing it's as usually, as, easier you know, that way. Yeah, yeah, a little less yeah. hangover, but no, it's good. It's um, yes. so you know, Overpaid obviously, for a nice lunch, yeah. obviously we um, we we brought you in for a reason, other than the fact that you're. One of our favorite people not my on charm, earth. Not my charming it's, it's, of course it's that. that. It's always that. Um, yeah. I think for us, obviously, you know, nobody is is insulated from from seeing all the headlines. We all are paying attention. We've talked about inflation. We've talked about obviously rising interest rates on the show a couple of times year over year, and and obviously week over week. And of course, I mean, we can't avoid it, right? We just talked about it. We were joking a little, you know, pre air. We've we've come back down from how high the uh, the rates were, but now we're. You know, obviously, at what the last four or five years, we're, we're, we're peaked up again here. I think so. Peaked I mean, what's, up. Yeah, what's that kind of feeling the... like for you guys? So it, it is interesting because the market is so hot with buyers, and they're looking to buy anything they can out there because inventory is so low. It really hasn't affected the buyers as much as I thought it would. So I think three months ago we're in the high twos, and now we're in the high fours, and that's a that's a pretty significant increase in rate. 
Um, normally that would deter some buyers, but I think because the inventory is so low, it really hasn't affected many buyers. And the buyers that did affect probably weren't serious buyers to begin with. Sure. Um, but it's interesting. It's, it's because the market, there's just no inventory out there. And I'm sure Chaz and Ryan are seeing this as well. You're still getting multiple offers. You're still getting 30,000, 40,000 over asking. I don't think it slowed down the buyer's market at all, which I thought it would, but I don't see it happening. You guys want to speak to that here quickly while we share one mic? Yeah, it hasn't really hasn't really slowed down. Yeah, we're using one mic today for those who can't see. Um, it hasn't really slowed down. All about inflation. It's all yeah, right. We can we're only it's down to one mic. It's a business. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so it really hasn't slowed. I haven't noticed it slowing down any buyers. I mean, there's a couple of things that Faye and I have maybe dealt with when it comes to appraisal. We got an interesting story regarding a uh, a buyer who put an offer on a house for three thirty. It appraised at three fifteen. And then we we're thinking about, well, what do you want to do? You know, do you want to move on from the deal? Do you want to look somewhere else? But however, the rates went up, so they were locked in at whatever the percentage was. And I mean, it yeah. was like half a half a point. Well, it was we when we locked them in, which Ryan, that must have been like three or four weeks ago. It was four and a quarter, and now they're four seven five. So to Ryan's point, he called me up. He goes, by the way, they you know we could do get another appraisal done and see if it comes into fifteen thousand higher. Would you rather? that or pay a half a point for 30 years and the numbers weren't even close like it's 40 50 60 thousand they would have paid over the course of 30 years by taking that higher rate so the buyer's like you know what we'll just keep as is and and go forward so it was a a, a good point that ryan brought up there where sometimes you're better off with the lower rate and the lower appraisal so Brian, you mentioned that you know when you guys locked in that buyer was at four and a quarter. Then they were looking like a week later it was at four seven five. We've seen a lot of these swings up and down. Do you think that trend is going to continue through the rest of the year, where we'll get close to five, come back down to four and a half? Um, you know, I think it'll kind of balance think, out. Listen, I didn't think it'd be this high this quick. I thought we'd be in the low to mid fours throughout the year. It almost hit five percent a little while ago. So I think we're going to be hovering around the low fives, high fours. But who knows? I mean, I, I was wrong before thinking they wouldn't go up this high. Now, keep in mind, that rate of 47546, that's for your 740 credit, 10% down buyer. You know, that's not – condos are higher rates. They're called loan-level adjustments um, and LLAs, loan-level adjustments. So condos are higher rates. Investments are higher rates. Multifamilies are higher rates. If your score is under a 740, you get higher rates. So the 4647, that's for your, your A buyer. Um, a lot of these buyers are already in the low fives when you add in those loan level adjustments. Mm. Yeah, um, so you're actually are writing five percent loans. I am. Yeah, yeah. Especially investments. Investments are way up there. So if you're buying a condo investment, you're probably looking at five and a half with points. Um, so the rates are much higher for depending what you're buying. Uh, but investment properties definitely in the fives. Yeah, and again, you're starting to run out of. You know, we were talking about pre, obviously, with the market, the the stock market and the housing market kind of running in two divergent kind of directions at the beginning of the year here, you know, values keep going up, rates are going up now, but there's not a lot of safe havens to to go other places with, right? So you're not really trying to outweigh this stuff out. One of the things we've we talked about in the past a lot is, right, your ability to sit on cash a little bit and outperform the cost of money. You're, you're having right. this, the first three months of the year, you're, we're having a rough go at it, trying to, you know, outperform with a, with, a, with a downward trending market because of all the headline noise and because of inflation, because of interest rates, and, yeah. you know, because of inflation, Ukraine, the war and everything. Yep. Yeah. 
yeah, I yep, think all those things are, are definitely starting to weigh things down a bit. But um, you know, I think as a whole, right, obviously, you know, we're we always you, you guys have all been on the show enough, right? We're all we about positivity here. We don't we don't do we don't talk about <laughs> negative. We don't talk about politics, <laughs> religion, or opinions, right? Well, it's all about positive. But yeah. you know, I mean, to your point though, you guys are still seeing that volume, and you're still seeing kind of this, you know, the speed of the market seems to be at least for now uh, continuing to move, right? I mean, that's that's kind of a, certainly a positive thing, right? Especially if you're you're out and about, um, you know, if you're a seller at this point, it still sounds like you're in charge i mean certainly obviously you know we'll we'll talk uh ryan and chaz a little bit here we got to run to commercial here in a second but um i think when we come back here uh b if you can hang out it'd be awesome we'll get you on for another segment i know uh you got a hot hand i think before you came on the show so make sure that we <laughs> listen keep your the more going. time i spent the, the more time i stay here the more the less money i lose so that's keep me here right, so we'll keep, we'll keep you here as long as you need but we'll be back here uh, just in a moment here on real estate radio 94.9 news now and stimulating talk Joe the gutter. Radio back on the airwaves here with the with the crew. We have a whole crew. We have a secret secret guest that I haven't even mentioned yet, who may or may not chime in. Uh, she she does from time to time. Really, if we're trying to we're trying to raise our stats, get our listenership up, then uh, we introduce our, our heavy hitter here. I'm Pat Kenny with Barnum Plans, Chaz and Ryan from the One Team, and our good friend Mr. Brian Fay from New England. Home low, no home mortgage. I'm gonna screw that up again. Home mortgage. Yeah, it's okay. I don't know why I want to call. It, I would call it something different, but we're we're Should taking apart. Yeah, I mean, why not? Do, do me a solid. At least, at least put it on your T-shirt, so at least I can look and and, and be prompted. Um, you don't like the to, Seton Hall one? Listen, I'm a huge fan of Seton Hall. Great, uh, great dining hall. Beautiful, beautiful dining yeah. hall on the other side of campus. Um, but we are, we're talking about. <laughs> my actually, my so my uncle actually went to Seton Hall Law, so I do have a little affinity towards. Towards, uh, you pirates. Know, there we go. <laughs> um, listen, we're not going to March Madness. Right? We're not doing that, that today. But no. um, we're taking apart interest rates, inflation. Obviously, we talked a lot about that um, you know, in the first segment here. And I think uh, you know, as we started to go through some of the things, um, you know, everybody's feeling the pain, whether it's at the gas pumps, at the grocery store. But you know, the, the, the real estate marketplace, at least, seems to, to continue to move forward. Um, Chaz, I know you had a couple of things that you obviously have experienced, have gone through. Ryan, you guys told a couple of stories. Um, tell me a little, Chaz, what's on, kind of on your mind here. And uh, I think we're going to put Bife on the spot again. I like he, he, he shifts and pivots quickly. So let's uh, let's keep him moving. Let's go. Right. Yeah, we were chatting over the break. Um, so I was hoping, Brian, you'd be willing to dive into a little bit more about what the difference in a half a point or even like three quarters of a point can make on a person's um, ability to buy a home. So if they're pre-qualified for, say, 300000 at a 4% interest rate, where would like a 4.5, 4.75 bring them down to and, you know, monthly payment ballpark? Uh, so... Uh, again, not one of my computers in front of me, so don't call me. But about a half a point on a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage is about a hundred bucks a month. So, again, you know, what's that? We're talking three dollars a day, four dollars a day. 
It's not changing much, but when you add that over 30 years to what Ryan and I talked about earlier, the person that went from a, a, a 4.25 to 4.75, it's an extra $100 a month over 30 years, and we were talking $60,000. It's it's big money in the long run, not short term. Um, but to answer your question on pre-approvals, $100 a month, you still should be okay. So when you pre-approve people, there's always wiggle room, right? You're never pre-approving someone where, you know, if their insurance payment goes up $2, they're not going to qualify. There's always a little bit of wiggle room. It shouldn't really affect um, what they get approved for, but in their mind, it's what they're, you know, my payment's so $1,500 a month, now it's $1,600. That's a big thing for a first-time home buyer to, to digest that their payment just went up $100. Um, so rule of thumb on that 300000 it went up a quarter point, you're talking $50, three-quarters of a point, you're looking around, you know, one fifty. Um, but that does change the mindset of a buyer if your mortgage payment does go up a hundred bucks or so a month. Hey, uh, this is Ryan Casey. The top Hi, agent, Ryan. Probably, probably on the team. Um, hey, quick question for you. I did. I, I, did, I have been talking to my sellers because, like, you don't know. Obviously, I know Chad's asked the question, but no one really knows if the rate's going to go up or down or sideways. So I've been kind of talking Correct. to a lot of sellers, saying, "Hey, look, we don't know what's going to happen. However, everything is kind of pointing to the direction it's it's going to go up." So I've been telling sellers I would put their house on the market sooner rather than later because this is a great time. Because, and tell, tell me if I'm wrong, Faye. Like, if you have a buyer, and I know we're talking about, well, maybe their monthly payment will change a hundred dollars, whatever, a three hundred thousand dollar house. But there's going to be a point if it goes high enough, they're going to get priced out, right? Because these Correct. prices have gone so high, and then those sellers are not going to be able to get those buyers anymore, which will start Correct. to eventually. If the rates keep going up and up eventually buyers will start backing out, right? And now it's going to turn from a seller's market back to a buyer's market, and then things could swing that way. So it, it is a, it is a good point. And it's funny because months ago, maybe a year ago, a lot of buyers wanted to wait for the housing market. They don't want to buy now because they're like, well, the housing market has to come down. Well, by waiting that year, not only has the market gone up another, right, is it up another 15 17%? Yeah. And now the rates have gone up another 2%. So they got they double dip the wrong direction. Not only the housing market goes up, but now their payment goes up as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but to your point, if these rates creep in at a mid fives, it, eventually there's going to be that that number where buyers are just going to say, you know, we're just going to wait and see what, if things settle down or not. But I think it's um, just I don't as think the important. market's ever been hotter. Yeah. But I think it's just as important to sellers too, right? Because if they still want to get the Sell- most amount of money, like there could be a shift. Right now, right? I would say. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But again, yeah. I'll ask if I'm a seller, I'll ask you the question, well, they went up 15% this last year. What are they going to be the next year? Could they go up another 15%? I mean, they could, right? They could. All depends on the rate. Yeah. All depends Correct. on the rate. And, you know, we were talking about like, uh, you know, hikes and, and what, what, Pat, would you say six more? No, three more? Yeah. Yeah. More yeah. So, so, yeah. So, total of seven this year. So, we did one last, uh, last Wednesday. And then at the next six FOMC meetings, they said that they're going to raise another, uh, at least right now, quarter point. I mean, we'll see how all that happens. Yeah. Per- yeah, yeah, that's that's the, which gets you at one point nine at the end of the year for for the Fed funds rate, which is is astronomical compared to what it was literally nine years ago. Yeah, I mean the zero point zero eight has been kind of a constant um, yeah. since eighteen, right? We, we you know, and and I mean to be totally fair, I think all of us knew in March of twenty twenty, well April of twenty twenty, and in June and in November, you know, when we print when you print ten trillion dollars things are going to change and, and yeah. things have to have to move. And, and you know, the, the, the free money, so to speak, you know, I mean, it had to go away at some point. I'm looking to make that 10 trillion here at the casino. So I'll keep you posted on that as well. 
And he's going um, to single-handedly bring down inflation. The government saying people. Brian, Brian is sending out personal personal checks to everybody. Trillion on uh, black. Yeah, just don't just don't cash this until next Tuesday. I got to move some funds around, but other than yeah, that, everybody has their own their own checks. But I think, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, one of the things that that's very interesting. I think we're still so early into this, right? That that obviously Brian and and, and you guys in the real estate market, it's it, the shift is probably coming. To be fair, but we don't know what direction we're moving in exactly just yet. And we're so early in. I mean, this is the first rate hike since the first time we've raised interest rates since 2018, right? So we're you know four years into this. We haven't seen this in a while. I mean, you know, Brian, you haven't written a mortgage at five in what three years? Three and a half. I mean, something like that. So it's probably longer than that. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. Yeah. And so I think at some point we're going to see. Like, yeah. <laughs> so at some point we're going to see that I think start to start to move. Right. But for now, yeah. I mean, you know, again, Ryan and, and Chaz, as you guys were saying, the market, the real estate market is still incredible. Uh, and, you know, it's going into what do we talk about? The the perfect time to sell, you know, the perfect right. week to list, even though we sort of kind of disagreed with that because we thought it was last week. But, um, <laughs> you know, I still think that, you know, it, certainly from the outside looking in, right, because obviously I'm the, the disinterested third party, so to speak, in all of this, that uh, it doesn't really look like it's losing a lot of momentum, at least for me. So I'm going to skip this, but we could give this Martin's money away with this question. But I want to ask Brian, over under, what do you think the highest rate is we see this year? Five and a half, 5.7? And we're just talking about the par rate, not an investment property. Right. Um, uh, my number would be five and a quarter for a straight, you know, 740 credit, 10% down person. Um, I, I think we're going to see five and a quarter near the end of the year. But again, I, I hope not, but I, I think that's... Um, Again, I don't know, but that's that would be my guess if I had to uh, put a guess on, put a bet on it. So on the roulette table, I, am I was going to say, <laughs> yeah, I am on, on the roulette table, I want to see you play five and 25, all in, five and good, 25. That, that's a great idea. I'm going to do that. I'll let you know how, how it goes. And to piggyback off of uh, Pat, yeah, I mean, it's still, everything's still moving, but I'm like, it's kind of like being in like in the trenches, as I always say, like you do notice a little bit of a, of a change or my mindset is changing a little bit more too. Right. Um, I had a seller who we put their house on, on the market and you know, they, they, the, the buyer asked for a $10,000 credit. And at first he was a little apprehensive, but then he's kind of like, you know, like they, he thought the rates were going up and he just like wants to lock this up, you know? And I just think that there's this a little bit of mind shift when before I was like, Hey, let's just, you know, high, you know, highest and best. Let's see how high they go. Now, like I told this last week, a lot of people are winning offers and they're the second highest because they're afraid this is not going to appraise. And then they're afraid that the mortgage rates are going to go up. And then they, people just want to get to the finish line a little bit more. I noticed. So I do think the mentality is changing on the market. Do you think some of that is, is, is on is some of that do you think is baked into kind of your perception of the market as well now? Because obviously you you listen, you pay so you guys pay so much more attention, both Brian and I've obviously Ryan and, and Chaz, about what's happening. That's your that's that's your job, right? That's your what your your value is to, to your buyers and your sellers is to help educate them. Do you think you're trying to, to help them learn things they might not be paying attention to? Right? Everybody sees the headline and sees oh inflation's going up or interest rates are moving, whatever, but not realizing what that means to them as a as a buyer or as a seller. Um, you know, is that, is that are you guys spending more time on that? Do you think now than you were before, or is it still kind of, you're in the throes of it, you know, in the trenches, as you said, right. Of just trying to get through this stuff right now as fast as not as fast as possible, but as, as fast as possible. I think it's slowly starting to shift back to that. There was a, a time probably two months ago where I would call it, you're just throwing things at the wall to see what stick and people were making outlandish offers. But to Ryan's point now, 
you're having to be more strategic. And so the agents who have stayed consistent with the strategy and talking to their buyers through uh, figuring out what's important to the sellers and putting their best foot forward without being overzealous are now starting to win some of those opportunities uh, that they didn't even stand a chance for, call it six weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's awesome. I, I agree with Chaz. I mean, I, a lot of times it's been highs and best and what, what's the highest you will go? How quickly can we close? Do you want to have inspections? Now I'm having a little bit more conversations with the realtor saying, hey, what are you, like Chaz hit on the nail, like what are you looking for, right? Because I found out like we put an offer in on a, on a house, went way over asking. So they went actually lower with somebody else uh, come to find out. So I'm going to call that agent. We got another house. I'm like, do you want me to not go as high now? It's kind of, it's kind of like a weird conversation to have. Do we go want less high? money? Yeah. Would you like less dollars? We can do that. Will this impact the transaction in a positive fashion yes. if we give you less? I have no clue what to do now. Right. Yeah, this, this, this feels like uncharted territory. It's like, wait, I'm not this highest, is- but I'm best? I'm very confused. Yeah. We'll take <laughs> your offer if you're lower by 10000 Okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel, I feel like not a single transaction that any of us have done has ever ended with, no, no, no the check's way too big. Bring it back. I don't think has has yet to ever happen. I mean, what, we listen the real estate market the last two years, mortgage rates, the stock market, we're in such a, an uncharted yeah. territory at this point. Who knows? Who knows? I mean, we could yeah, be going backwards, knows? right? I mean, you know, Ryan and Chaskin Ryan, writing mortgages. Four, and, seven, five. <laughs> Brian, I don't want your 475 rate. I'll do it at 5%. Oh, okay. You want the higher rate? So, is it possible <laughs> to put a comma in my interest rate? I'd like to be able to pay that much. It's really strange, though. It is so strange because that's what I'm thinking now. Like, hey, what's gonna what's gonna get done? So that's why I'm yeah. saying the market's kind of changing a bit. Yeah, craziness. But we're gonna talk about that real estate market because you guys are gonna do the rewind here when we come back for our third segment uh, with maybe Brian Fay, maybe not. It's, it's gonna be important for the listeners to stay tuned. Uh, you have to will yeah. be Fay to stay around. Uh, with the never positive know with thoughts. Fay. You got to use. Listen, you got to. Uh, we all we all know the secret, right? You got to manifest it into existence, and and that's how you get that new bicycle. Instead of you know working, earning money, and going to buy it, but um, you manifest things into reality. That's, that's how that works. But when we come back, we're going to manifest the third segment uh, with the one team rewind of the week. I think we're still calling it that this week. Maybe we'll change it next week. Jill's shaking her head, so this is good. Uh, but we'll be back here on ninety four nine News Now and stimulating talk with the boys and girls of the one team. And me, just for fun, we'll be here. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. State Radio back again, coming in hot for our third segment with Ryan and Chaz. And I gave, I did give it away, so, you know, hi, Jill. Hi, everyone. There she is. Happy Saturday. Yeah, this show's ratings just went through the roof. That's it. The <laughs> listeners are going to come flooding to everyone's getting in their car so they can turn on another radio and listen to the show because now Jill is here. It's amazing. Awesome. Thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate yeah, it. no problem. We had a we had a good friend, I Mr. Like Beefay. I like to in with you guys every once in a while. That is Jill talk for supervised. I like it. <laughs> I like I like being told the boys and girls over at Service Station Equipment check on us. We got Jill checking on us. 
uh, Chaz throwing me softballs that I'm not paying attention to, but here we are. Nonetheless, I, I may miss them, but I pick them up eventually. It's easier to catch a ball once it's already on the ground, Chaz, just so you're aware. Fair much, enough. Much simpler. That's why I played soccer my entire life. So, um, but all of that aside, we just talked about interest rates, talked about inflation, all this craziness, whatever, all of the, how incredible the market has still maintained to be. And uh, I think you guys, uh, I feel like there's going to be some stats here from the one team that are going to validate just how incredible this market still is. Absolutely, Pat. We actually had ourselves quite the week, a little bit better than last week and getting better every single day. Uh, We closed out this week with 13 new listings, 16 under contract and 11 closed sales. Is this segment going to be long enough? (laughs) That is uh, that's a lot of action over at the one team there. I'll try and uh, I'll try and surmise it for you here. Uh, our first new listing was 46 Cemetery Road in Scotland, Connecticut, and that is on by everybody's favorite realtor, Mr. Lebar. Uh, that is four beds, two hours, <laughs> two hours four bedrooms, three baths, uh, just over 2,200 square feet, and that is on for three hundred thirty-nine thousand dollars. Two point two acres. Looks like a beautiful spot. If you guys are interested in that, make sure you reach out to Mr. Lee Barr, Lee at oneandcompany.com. I feel like we're going to have quiet neighbors over on Cemetery Road. Am I, am I making that up? I think it's a fair assumption. I heard the house is to die for, though. <laughs> Aw, that's a good way to dad joke it, right? I'm glad that like we were able to take that with us and, and just kind of keep going. That's so good. I feel like I, I actually meant to ask this because I feel like the listeners are also wondering. Lee Barr's business card doesn't have a space between Lee and Barr, does it? It's just Lee Barr. I feel like he's he's just one, All one, one name. Word. It's like All Madonna. He's he's like the Madonna on the team. That's yeah. what I thought. I was going to go with Rihanna, you know, a little more contemporary, but that's cool. But whatever you got, it's all good. <laughs> all right. Our next new listing is 133 Niles Road in Waterford, Connecticut. That is a three-bedroom, three-bath, just over 2,000 square feet. Uh, home it is got a uh, whoa sorry there got tongue-tied for a second it comes equipped with a fireplace a back deck it is a wood framed house so almost like a log cabin but not quite with cedar shake shingles and that is on for five hundred and fifteen thousand dollars of all the things for you to get tongue-tied on cedar shake shingles was not it no <laughs> like you blew, you blew right past that we know <laughs> You know who the agent was? The agent for that one, I believe, is Mary Fula. Very nice. All right. Good stuff. Moving on to the important listing of the week here. 20 Hillwood Drive in Niantic, Connecticut. Four-bedroom, two-bath, raised ranch on for $319,900 with a saltwater pool. But I do have to confess, it was my listing, and it is under contract. So I will spare you the details on that one. Uh, Moving right on to 102 Granite Road. That is a condo in Guilford, Connecticut. That one is on for $265,000. It's a two-bedroom, two-and-a-half bath, and it is listed by our one and only Nicole White. Uh, great spot. Affordable HOA fees and uh, right near the center of Guilford, so make sure you give her a call to check that one out. And you can also check that property out from 12 to 2 today and 12 to 2 tomorrow at the open house. Uh, next new listing is 26 Harborview Avenue, also in Waterford, Connecticut. That is a three-bedroom, one-bath, 1,100 square feet. That home was built in 1956, so it's just coming into its prime. It's got about a third of an acre lot. Um, and you are not too far from New London and the Coast Guard Academy and the water over there. Beautiful spot. So make sure you go in and get that 
When a look, it's on for $249,900. Boy, what's in the water for <laughs> the second one? Dad jokes. Don't, uh, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't do that, right? Yeah, no. <laughs> Uh, Just moving on, on. Here. moving on, 108 Robin Ridge Drive in Madison, Connecticut, three bedrooms, two baths, 2,156 square feet. That one is on for $399,000. And that one is also uh, in Guilford, Conne- or I'm sorry, Madison, Connecticut. I said that before. Look at me. I am just all twisted up today. Um, that is a Victoria Shake Shingles. Victoria Tavares listing. Uh, and they will also be having an open house today from 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, and Sunday from 12 to 3 p.m. Uh, so make sure you get over there and say hi to Victoria and check out that listing. Jazz in his way back machine for a second. That's fine. <laughs> way back. It happens. It's okay. When I'm reading things backwards, you know, I'm living life in reverse. Um, next up, we have a couple of plots over at Fox Hopyard. They did sell the model over there, which was a beautiful spot. I had the opportunity to check that out a few times. But right now they are selling some plots where you can design and build uh, your dream home with Nick Ucello of Ucello Development. Uh, the first one we have on is just under three quarters of an acre for $105,000. That one looks to be out on the uh, main fairway. Another Fox Hopyard lot coming on, also at $105,000. Another just under three quarters of an acre lot. Beautiful spot. This one is nice and level, no slopes. And again, another opportunity to work with Ucello Development. We got a few more of these lots at Fox Hopyard coming up, so I won't take too much of your time and just kind of run through them. Uh, one on for 115000 This one is just over three quarters of an acre. And I want to mention that all these lots are approved building lots. They've had all the work done. So if you're thinking septic, well, all of it, they got it all figured out for you. All you have to do is show up with your ideas and uh, create your new home. And when you're done with your ideas, you walk over the, on the rocks for a second, enjoy a delicious martini, and watch Nick and his team build your, your dream home. That's right. You can literally sit there and watch the progress happen. Live Builders will just hover as they're, <laughs> as they're building your new home. It's, the contractors love when you do that to them. Uh, the only thing they like better is when you give them ideas of how, of how they're doing something. <laughs> a couple more Fox Hop Yard lots for you guys. We got 503 Fox Hop Yard Road. This one is just about an acre. It's also on for $115,000. This one's near the back of the course, so you get a little bit more privacy with that one if that's something you are interested in. Um, and then in your backyard, you have the woods surrounding you, so you're overlooking the fairway. little private setting behind you so that you can enjoy your days when there are not people out on the course. And finally, our final lot is 701 Fox Hop Yard Road. That one is on for 140000 and that is three-quarters of an acre. And I'm going to just be honest, my screen froze, and I can't see the map to tell you where it is. Um, but maybe Jill can jump in and save the day. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no. we're, we're, we're all going to just stare at you, Chaz, and make you uncomfortable. The listeners right now are judging you for immensely, having shoddy immensely. No, I told Chaz to not use dial-up anymore, but he, just, <laughs> he can't part. No, okay. It loaded up. It loaded up. Uh, this one is actually, it looks like at the end of one of the cul-de-sacs, so you're right in the middle. To your left and to your right is a fairway. So you are in the heart of the action. If golf is near and dear to you, then this is the lot for you. I feel like uh, Ryan and I could set up on the tee box there and at least break one or two windows on a house like that. Easily. Perfect. Easily. All right, now we're going to do under contract. It'll be a lot quicker than Chaz's uh, uh, novel he just gave us. So these are the places, everyone listening, these are the places that we got houses under contract this week. 
Niantic, Oakdale, Waterford, Scotland. Didn't know where Scotland was until this week, believe it or not. Waterford, Stratford, Wallingford, Waterbury, Burlington. Hey, that's me. Middletown, Middletown, Wallingford, Sterling, Bethany, Guilford, North Haven. So everyone listening, we are everywhere. And then congratulations to everyone who closed this week. That happened in Montville, Meriden, South Windsor, North Brantford, the homeland, Shelton, New Haven, Clinton, Naugatuck, Walcott, New Haven, and Madison. Is that it, Chaz? Yep, and that's it. We're going to sell more homes in Naugatuck, enough to be able to teach Ryan how to say Naugatuck (laughs) instead of saying Naugatuck. Really. I actually think we need to talk to the guys over at the station there and see if uh, when we do this, we can play a little Johnny Cash. I've been everywhere, man, in the background as we roll through. Yeah. Like put a little man. theme music behind it. Chaz, Chaz is five shows deep and he's rearranging the whole, the whole thing already. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Chaz? He's going to be like, the next show, you don't come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it felt like. The first two that, the first two you guys were here, I got my, all of a sudden my Zoom stopped working. I'm like, all right, this is cool. That's how you find just, out. I'm just going to recap the, the four properties that are open this weekend to go tour, just so everyone's clear. So we have the new listing, 102 Granite Road in Guilford, today and tomorrow from 12 to 2. Um, that is the condo that just came on the market. We have a coming soon property that I think actually just went live yesterday. So that's 122 Knob Hill Road in Milford, also open today and tomorrow from 12 to 2. Then we have 108 Robin Ridge Drive in Madison, Today and tomorrow, 12 to 3. A little more extra time there. And then we have five North Meadows in Woodbury from today from 12 to 4 and tomorrow from 1 to 4. That is four great properties, all new, probably going to go under contract fairly soon. So if you want your shot, go check them out. Team really is everywhere, everywhere all over the state. We're going to talk about some more things that are everywhere. Maybe, maybe not. When we come back after the break here for our last and final segment, make sure you tune back into Real Estate Radio here at 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. back real estate radio 94.9 news now and stimulating talk we had to lose another one of our hosts so we are down from five to three uh but i think the three best are the last one standing correct we have myself mr ryan casey also here and jill is gracious with her presence just to make sure that we don't mess anything up on our first solo run for this final segment so thank you guys for hanging with us um but we're going to continue on talking about interest rates and how they can affect this upcoming spring market yeah, and, and I want to thank Jill uh, for keeping in case something does go wrong. Because I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Except that one time, I think we we're on, and one of our agents turned on the blender or the toaster, and it did a power surge right in the middle of the uh, right in the middle of the segment. But the show must go on. So yeah, so basically, we kind of already touched upon it. We had Faye uh, Brian Faye from New England Home Mortgage. He was on earlier discussing these interest rates. And if you just to kind of recap a little bit, if you didn't hear before, obviously. They have greatly gone up. Uh, I would say a lot quicker than most experts, realtors, loan officers thought. So it kind of caught us a little bit off guard, kind of started getting buyers thinking a little bit differently, had sellers thinking a little bit differently on how they want to 
approach the the spring market, right? Because it really is going to, because we're having a huge inventory issue. You know, I Byron says all the time, this is nothing. There's no similarity to what is happening now compared to what happened in 07, 08. Totally different, right? I don't want people to think, okay, this thing is about to come crashing down. This is just, everyone's getting pre-approved. They are looking at people's credit scores this time, which I, you know, I was in real estate back in 0708 and I just, I can't imagine how these people got loans, but we're going to start to see more rates probably go out throughout the year. But what does that mean for you? You listening right now, if you are planning to sell in the spring, um, you want to buy in the spring with rates, keep an eye on them. You should have your agent and what Chaz and I do with our clients on a, depends on how much if, if, Rates jump is the first thing. They come out at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I look at the rates. If something catches my eye that's going to change my client's um, direction and where they're going to go, I let them know ASAP. Now, if they kind of say the same, not much is happening. They kind of fluctuate. We kind of relax. But I would say, Chaz, you agree that the interest rate is the number one thing that for buyers and sellers? I definitely do. And, you know, one of the interesting things to kind of piggyback off of that, right? So we've seen rates go up, but also this is a nice positive we can throw into this because we do talk a lot about some of the challenges and being in the trenches. Um, NAR just announced that for the first time in eight months, we saw a positive increase in inventory. So for those sellers who are thinking about maybe waiting till May, June, July, um, your competition's coming. So Get that house on the market. There's still plenty of buyers and the rates are still affordable enough where the competition is still going to be there. But as the year goes on, you know, we can't predict what that's going to look like. Right. And, and keep in mind, too, right? Like, you know, a lot of sellers biggest fears are what am I going to find if I can't if the inventory is so low, I'm afraid to put my house on the market. And buy. we have ways of helping you guys bridge the connection to selling to buying. However, if there's a lot of inventory, come on, take advantage of that as well. It's okay. It's all right to want to find something, you know, first. And depending on you, you to talk to someone like uh, Brian Fay from New England Home Mortgage, who will kind of go over your options financially, how you can make that next step. But keep in mind, it's not just a great time to sell because there's more inventory coming on because now you can find something, easy adjustment as opposed to going to go. And we understand that is a huge um What's the word? A huge, it's, it's on, it's on seller's minds, right? It's like probably the, the biggest hurdle. That's what I want to say. The biggest hurdle, like, where am I going to go next? I would love to get as much money as I can from this house. Well, where am I going to go next? Well, the springtime is, is giving you that opportunity because the inventory is going up. Right. And so, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you have to keep in mind that there's going to be three key factors that go into this market, right? The rates are going to go up. We've talked about that relentlessly. We know that inventory is going to increase. It's not going to skyrocket. We are still down 5.8 million homes, but we are going to start to get some traction in terms of increasing our level of inventory and that home prices are going to continue to go up, but you might not see that 10% jump like we've seen in the last few months. It might drop down to a five or 6%. Um, so the mo- uh, really another important thing to keep in mind is that even though you might not make 10% on your home, your home is still worth more now than it has ever been in the last 20 years, at least if not longer. Yeah. So especially those sellers who might be listening, who bought a house in you know, uh, 2003, 2004, 2005, where the, the prices were skyrocketing and you have been waiting to unload um, that, you know, your house and, and basically be able to maybe collect some equity um, into it. Like, there's no better time than now with the prices as high as, as they are, you know? So over time, I mean, we'll see what happens because I've had this conversation with a couple of my sellers like, Hey, look, I don't know when this rate's going to 
how high it's going to go, how quickly it's going to go up. But you got to keep in mind when it does, it's going to affect you. And they'll say, well, I'm a seller. So how's it going to affect me? I'm like, well, those buyers who are going to buy your house, they might be priced out or they're going to wait and see if it comes down or they're going to wait for the prices to come down on the houses because they can no longer afford them. So that's why we kind of are saying, you know, the, you know, the early bird gets the worm is kind of like it's is what I've been telling a lot of my sellers. Get get the house on before, you know, something changes. It's, you know, Faye was at the uh, was at the casino, right? It's kind of like you just you're getting a winner, winning hand, you know collect your chips and then and leave go home right and that's what we're trying to tell people right now don't take this risk of you know i might sell in a couple months maybe next year because everything is changing uh very quick i guess that's the thing jazz right everything's they, it's how quickly they went up we're not surprised they went up it's just how quickly it changed and i think that's what got us a little don't want to use the word concern because we're always planning ahead but that's what really caught us off guard and that's why we really had to reach out to buyers and sellers this week to let them know what was going on Right. Um, and to your point, you know, we're going to see some of those spikes where home prices are going to shoot up. We might find another dip in inventory, let's say in June, perhaps. And so you'll see the competition spike right back up. So home prices will um, accelerate with them. But then in July, if we bring back a balanced inventory, they might kind of level off again. And then same thing in August, we might see another spike. So be prepared for a little bit of a, a roller coaster with home prices in competition. Um, but just know that you're still never going to have a better time to make the most for your house, to get the most for your house, and to get the most eyes on your house due to the amount of buyer demand that will remain through at least the end of this year and most likely into well into 2023. So you're probably saying to yourself, okay, like, well, if everything changes so quickly, what's the best way to stay in the loop? Obviously, you can read articles, but I would recommend if you go on our uh, website, theoneteam.com. Um, you can put it in Google as well, and we will um, will pop up, and you can look at the many, many agents, wonderful agents on our team. Um, you can reach out to me. You can call. I mean, Chaz, Chaz you, you have these clients too. I've been talking to clients. I, I got my license in 2017, and I still talk to clients. I haven't made a move yet on a house. Like, here we are four, four years later, close to five years later, and and I'm still giving them information about what is happening in the market because you need an agent to keep you informed, right? And that comes at no cost. You know, it's our job to let you know, even if, you know, just because you might not be thinking about selling, you might not be thinking about buying. It's your house is one of your, if not the biggest asset you have. So you should always know what is going on. So I would highly recommend you go to our website, uh, Facebook page, social, uh, Instagram, any, uh, one of those and find, find an agent, reach out to them to say, Hey, you know, I was curious to know what, how does this affect these numbers and the market affect me as a homeowner? Really leveraging the uh, local expert in your market and the local data is going to absolutely be one of the best things you can do. And, you know, as to Ryan's point, we're here to chat, you know, it doesn't cost you anything to reach out to one of us and to just have a conversation. We are, I will call us a little bit of a, Stat geeks, I guess I would say, because um, we're looking at this all day, every day. And when somebody does, you know, ask us to share something with them, um, we're going to give it all to them. We're going to break it down and we're going to help them understand it on a, like a granular level so that they can have some takeaways from it and then be able to make a prepared and educated decision. Yeah. And I think, the you know, and I think what separates good agents from great agents is Chaz and I, a lot of time we have to deliver you know, I don't want to say bad news, but we, we, we tell the truth. We have to tell exactly what, you know, we don't want to tell our clients what they want to hear. You know, 
we've got to tell them exactly what the facts are and how and how these numbers and and like I said, it's all about kind of covering your bases. Like like I said, if you're not planning on selling or buying, that's fine, but you should know what is going on. So when the time does come, you are already six steps prepared of what of you know of how it's going in the market and how the best time for you to list, what's the best time for you to buy, who should you know what should I do to market my home. And then, um, then you, cause you always want to be like anything else coming out of the gate. You want to be ahead because that's how you as a seller make the most amount of money when you are the most prepared, um, than, than the competition in your neighborhood. And that's really what we strive at, at the one team, right? We want to, we want to put you and your house in the best position to succeed, to get you the most amount of money, no matter how the market is. But there are times where, you know, there's like with the interest rates right now, I can't stress enough. Like if you're thinking about it, I would, I would pull the trigger sooner rather than later. And just to reiterate on that. So before we mentioned that, um, the NAR just released that for the first time in eight months, we saw an increase in housing inventory. Looking back at last year's number, um, we did not see that until June. So, um, February, March, April, May, all down month over month. And then all of a sudden in June, we saw this peak. So now we're looking, we're in mid-March here and we've already seen that inventory level start to creep up, which means people are not waiting. People are realizing that the iron is hot. It's time to strike. Um, and so we're a good two and a half months ahead of where we were last year in terms of building up on that spring market. And I don't know this for a fact, but I feel very confident that the rise in the percentage of the interest rate has some type of effect on that. I really do. I think people say, I need to get this on before it's too late. And these uh, buyers are priced out or decide not to buy. And I don't have those multiple offer situation for highest and best. So I think we've uh, given you guys a ton of information to kind of digest over the rest of this weekend, this beautiful Saturday and into Sunday. Uh, we're going to you know, ask Jill to make sure we did an okay job there. We're going to get her sign of approval there because she is the big boss. Um, and then we're going to go ahead and we're going to wrap this up. Real Estate Radio, another great show. We want to thank Brian Fay again, our guest, Mr. Pat Kenny from Barnum Plans, who had to jump off and uh, take care of some of his duties. Um, but Ryan, where are you going to be at this weekend? Everywhere. And how can people find you? They can find me at my email. It's K-C-C-A-S-E-Y. That's my last name at oneandcompany.com. My cell, I kept that Rhode Island number because... It's the homeland. It's 401-316-8346. And I am Chaz, Chaz at oneincompany.com. And you can reach me on my cell at 860-575-4962. We hope you guys have an awesome rest of your weekend. And we will see you back here next Saturday with another episode of Real Estate Radio 94.9 News Now and Stimulating Talk. Salon Buick GMC's